We have to remember it because, like, I have to. We're gonna walk this whole shit back. We're gonna, we're gonna th- save ourselves. Save it. Save um. it. Welcome to Back in the Field. My name is Carl. And my name is Arthi. And today we have a special guest. Cool guest alert, you guys. Woo, woo, woo. Yep. That's the thing. That's totally what it's going to be from yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie, Keep go. that. <laughs> Keep that. It's good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm Katie. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes. So, Katie, what are your creds? <laughs> yeah. What All makes you cred- worthy of this podcast? Oh, well, that's a really good question. Uh, I'm, I'm not a, worthy of this uh, podcast. No, I mean, who is, really? Jake Peralta. Only him. <laughs> and he's fictional. Uh, my name is Katie. I'm an improviser and a stand-up comedian in New York City. I'm an improviser and also a stand-up comedian here in New York City. And then I gave a thumbs up. Thumbs <laughs> up. Yeah. Sound, sound effect is what we say. Oh, okay. Stuff these like that. Good, good, good. Yeah. I like that. No, I've known you for like three and a half years. Yes, yeah, a long to, time now. Yeah, we used to. God, I've been living here for about that long too. Yeah, that's crazy. And I've been there for about three and a half minutes, so it all works out. <laughs> yeah. Math ways. Math. Yes. Math. That's that's a joke for my one friend who watches watches listens to this podcast. Okay, she oh. might watch it. I don't know. Maybe yeah. she watches the SoundCloud bar fill slowly as it like moves across Maybe. in time. She's got good jokes talking about math. Listen, I didn't say that my friend who listens to this is a jokester. I just said that she's a listener. Oh, okay. Well, viewer technically. Yeah. Anyway, a classic I'm... viewer of this podcast. Um, but yeah, no, we're glad to have you mm-hmm. here. Thank You're- you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. It's a show I like a lot. So before we dive into the talking points, Carl, mm-hmm. what happened in this episode? In this episode, Jake uh, very badly injures himself by falling through a car into a car. <laughs> uh, however, he refuses to take any time off from doing his all-consuming job and injures himself more with some boxes and another car and plain old mean-spiritedness. Um, much of this happens in Atlantic City. In the other plot, uh, Rosa isn't pregnant. Spoiler alert. Gosh. And, <laughs> Ugh, good and thing discovers I saw- this through, through Good thing the- I saw it already. Yeah. Ugh, boy. Well, we know how you feel about spoilers. Sheesh. Negatively. They um, don't know. They didn't watch me pause, mute the ep- show every time there's an ad for The Avengers. <laughs> And then hold my phone in front of my face so I couldn't see anything. Our listeners are living in a in in the age of Ultron. Oh as yeah, we will refer to yes all days that happen after Hash. Avengers: Age yeah. of Ultron. Yeah, I guess so. They know. Yeah, there's a couple of references to it in uh, Daredevil. Actually, you'll you'll see. Not they haven't happened. I think it's like episode six or seven. To AOU or like to yeah. Wow, to Age of Ultron. Yeah, because I've noticed that they have been. Those. Yeah, I don't want to say it. Right. Because again, spoilers. Is it when Daredevil dies and comes back as a robot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have put that yeah. together. Oh, is that what happens in Age of Ultron? I don't know. I've avoided knowing everything about I it. I don't know shit about Ultrons. <laughs> I just work for a geek culture blog. Classic. Anyway, the actual <laughs> plot of the B plot is that uh, Rose has been invited. Rose and Marcus have been invited to a dinner party that Kevin's throwing with Holt attached, mm-hmm. and this is an absolute calamity. So they try to be as awkward as possible to avoid having actual conversation. But then Rosa thinks she's pregnant because she talked about her sister. But she's not. But it's okay. But the dinner party's ruined forever. 
and Amy can't come to the dinner party. Yep, that's exactly how it goes. That was that's literally the exact plot. That's some twop level shit there, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it. There's a lot of just sounds that you make in your (laughs) linguistic courtesies today. I think it's all about the saying stuff in a very specific way. Like, you primed me to not believe that the sounds meant anything with mace. Oh, yeah. I did do that. You're right. You're right. When you break down the trust between, like, signifier and signified, there's nothing I can do. I betrayed you forever. Or at least for the next hour. Language no longer So Katie can take over. Okay, bye. You're shackled to this show now. Ah, he's floating away! (laughs) Oh my, what? What He's got, this is some kind of... Iron Man, who floats. Yeah, he wears like that Dr. suit. Like Dr. Manhattan, yeah. Dr. Manhattan's like an Iron Man that floats. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, actually, I guess Does you're right. Iron Man wears the suit because he floats. Mm-hmm. He didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like he's like a gaseous creature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he just is very light. Yeah, he went on a diet. <laughs> There's like a. Um, I mean, he also has the arc reactor, so he's a lot of light. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's a, a, a this book called uh, the. Um, Miss Peregrine's Home for Unusual Children or mm-hmm, something like that. Mm-hmm. Peculiar um, Children, yeah. Yes, and they uh, there's a character who like has to wear iron shoes because she will float away without them. Sounds like she should Reference. be in the Legend of Zelda games. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's like a... The second book came out. I haven't bought it yet, though. The first one was okay. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Which is how I felt Windows. about this episode. Good segue. Hey! Nailed it! I actually know a lot about uh, Miss Peregrine's right now because we're comping a book to it. But that's super not here or there. (laughs) But yeah. I mean, buy it if you want. A million people already have. Yeah. So there you go. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I believe you. There's a bunch of copies at Best Buy. They sold like 1.5. I bet they did. No, I bet they got. No, they did got a shit ton of like. Like merch placement, which means like you can probably get it at Walmart. Yeah, it's a cool book. I think I saw the cover and really yeah, it's, it's like an, it's in. like an intriguing cover. Yeah, but he tried to sell it as a picture book, and they were like, mm, write a novel about this, and he's yeah. like, okay, yeah. And then they sold a million copies, so I guess that was a good choice. Quirk books, yeah. Thumbs up. Good job, guys. <laughs> I want to sell a million. And it must have been a, it must have been an expensive book to print because it's like on really heavy stock. Aberat too. is like that too. Yeah. The the Clive Barker book, the mm-hmm. YA book he published like in two thousand and one or something. Clive Barker did a YA. He did. A, he he's he, in a few. He's, Isn't he the one who like drives nails into his own skull? I don't want to think about that, but yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, the book is super disturbing. Cool. Aberat is a weird book. She's it's like some like Wizard of Oz shit, but then it's like go goes like kind of sideways. It's like it's like the it is it is to the Wizard of Oz, but Madoka is to Sailor Moon. Did that, okay. did that help you? Yes. Yeah. No, that does help. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Did not help me. I'm sorry. But I understand. <laughs> you know what else is uncomfortable and painful? Jake this being episode. injured. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the jokes were really pretty solid in this. Like, I enjoyed... Um, yeah, it's... Like, there were a few laugh-out-loud moments for me. Yeah. I don't know. I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine, for me, as, like... I know you guys are, like super fans um you're in deep you're committed and into it but i also like i mean i think it's a really cleverly written show Mm -hmm. that has good jokes and i think the characters are well written and their actors are really great so those are like all those things mean like i'm on board i'm on board until you guys lose me you know yeah like and that i don't see you know for a show that like really pulled me in in its first season 
there's like a good chance that they'll kind of mess that up in the second season and I haven't seen that happen I mean we're almost done with this season right like how many more episodes uh three after this one okay yeah so that's like you know nearly the end Mm -hmm. and I've been like consistently maybe maybe slightly less like you know oh I need to watch that now like you know slightly less appointment tv as whatever appointment tv means when you don't have a television and you watch it on hulu four weeks after it airs like whatever that means Maybe a little bit less this year, um, or this season, but I do think it's, like, still a really good show, and I think the writers care about it, um, which is important, Yeah, Uh, and I just, I like, I think the characters are really great. I also feel like, I mean, I I do feel like this season's been less uh, compelling. Yeah, less cohesive, too. Less less demanding of of its audience, and I think it... Might be the lack of romantic arcs, which is not me saying that I think everything has to be about romance. Sure. It's me saying I'm not sure the team knows how to get the same kind of um, magnetic appeal yeah. without that kind of romance plot driving yeah. it. I think that's I think that's definitely fair. Yeah. Because um, this episode didn't feel like it did anything. I think we're seeing, like, it's funny because we have, like... Brooklyn Nine-Nine is in that kind of weird position of having a lead character who's, like, uh, an irresponsible, immature mess, you know? Who's also pretty self-aware of it, right? That's that's also an arc. Like, that's a trope we see in a lot of media, right? Right. Like, that's literally Mm -hmm. all of House. House (laughs) is just an irresponsible, immature lead, right? Right. Um, but he lacks that self-awareness. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I think he, he kind of does. Well, he gets it later. But, or no, he like, he he fully admits, you know, right. later, but he's aware of it. Yeah. You know, um, earlier, like, for the for the show, I think. But the, um, but they've been doing a good job, like, forcing Jake to become, like, uh, what's the word? Beholden to it? Mm-hmm. Like, they're holding him responsible for kind of maturing while also trying to not lose like kind of the His energy. Yeah, the energy and like yeah. the kind of like the reason the character works in a way. Um so it's in- it's interesting to see those kind of two things. Yeah. yeah. It's how do you mature a character whose like primary characteristic is sort of his like to be sense immature. of youthfulness. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's funny too and I, I think they unlike something like The Office where Michael Scott like, we very rarely saw that he was good at his job. We yeah. didn't understand why he was, like, competent. For the most part, we only saw him as this, like, totally incompetent figure. Right. It was very rare that we'd be like, oh, he's actually a great salesman. That's why he's... Lackawanna Blues, right? Yeah, that's yeah. And like, that's really, yeah. like, oh, I mean, it's kind of... It is weirdly tipped earlier on in the show that I don't, I'd missed a lot of those things. But when that happened, you're like, oh, he's great at this thing. He's great at the thing he doesn't you know? have to do anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's that yeah, classic got... thing of being promoted beyond your, yeah. like, your uh, skill Actual set. Aptitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, it's funny because Jake is actually, we see him consistently be very good at his job. You know, and this episode, I think, deals with what the fallout in his real life that comes from his hyper focus on his job, right? We see that a few other times, like when like he's moving and has like hasn't paid any of his bills and you're you're <laughs> like oh, Yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> he's just a mess of an idiot person, right? Um, which is part of his appeal. Um, uh, but they are kind of forcing him to mature and be a better person. You know, while while not losing that kind of magic, and I think they're doing a good job with that. This is, I mean, that shit's fucking hard to do. Like, really, the more I kind of think about it, like this is a great kind of example of him doing that. Like, 
his relationship with Amy is, like, that's one element of it. Like, getting his life together is another... Like, his physical body. <laughs> he literally has... There's a joke about him not going to see the doctor in 11 years. It's, like, a whole, like, extended joke, like, section. And... But that's also, like, a real thing, right? I don't know. I feel that's like, pretty great. Yeah, I feel like part of how they're um, pushing his maturation is they're stripping away his invincibility. Because, mm-hmm. like, one of the things that's happening to him is, like... He's in his mid-30s now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going to recover from injuries as fast as he used to. Yeah. Like, he's not a Thanks re- a lot. Is that pointed at me? Well, I Thanks. mean... No, I'm just kidding. I'm only I mean, 25 and like... my body's creaking. I mean, it th- <laughs> shit <you're> changes. <laughs> I, had a, uh, I had a massage a few weeks ago. Uh, no big deal. <laughs> I had a massage. Uh, and the <laughs> woman, it was like a good massage. And afterwards she was like... You know, when we're older, after 30, like, we, our bodies just don't recover the same way. And I was like, ha yeah, good point. And... And fled. Yeah. And then <laughs> then I, um, but she yeah. She threw some money at her and ran away. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, sure, cool. She, was, she said really great stuff, too. And I didn't disagree with what she was saying. But right. at the same time, like, okay. And then she was like, there's no excuses. And I was like, there are. I'm not going to take a class at a gym, so. I haven't been to a gym since I graduated college. And that will be ten years in a couple months, so that's so, not happening. So Jake's relationship with his doctor felt yeah. Familiar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, cool. But no, I mean that's a totally apt point. You know, like he's getting older, and like we see this consistently happen. This kind of like youthful Peter Panish character doesn't age well. Yeah. You know, they don't age well at all. Yeah. So we need to like have maturation happen with these characters. Um, Arthi and I were talking beforehand about the old Sean Spencer, uh, who's a very similar character, uh, who's, like, the lead in Psych with, um... Yeah, and it's just, like, that's, you know, this kind of, like, ever-immature child man character. (sighs) Like, I'm kind of... Even though I like the show, like, as a trope, I'm kind of exhausted by that. Well, it had its moment with the Apatow films, right? Like, those, those, like, early run of Apatow films were, like, just that character. Yeah, very much so. Like, dealing with their life. And, like, those movies affirm that character's, like, life choices. Sure. Right? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I I was thinking while you were were talking earlier about, like, describing Jake's character about his, like, logline from the pilot, Mm -hmm. which is, what was it that Sarge plays? Like, he's my best detective. He's... He can solve any puzzle except the puzzle of how to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good joke. It's a great joke. Yeah. And, like, well, the best joke is that, like, whole hat tips, the, the, the like, writerness of that line. Yeah. And him, and me, like, I talked about him a lot in my therapy. <laughs> like, yeah. And, like, that, that log line, sometimes I, sometimes, like, in the course of a season, especially mid-season, I'll start, like, revisiting pilots and mm-hmm. being like, hey, what, where are the characters now? Like, do I feel a sense yeah. of growth? And with Jake, sometimes I feel like things go two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. Or one step forward, three steps back. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think, I, like, this is a show that is trying to, is focusing on their characters growing. Yeah. Which is, like, that's a pretty great thing for a, a, a kind of writing staff to be thinking about. Well, it's its pedigree, know? right? Yeah. Like, it comes out of the Greg Daniels family yeah. Yeah. of shows. And that's absolutely, like, where the focus is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do think, though, that, Carl, you have a good point about, like, without a romantic arc underpinning the emotional, like, growth of every character within the, like, whatever workplace mm-hmm. that they choose, it doesn't feel hollow, because that's cruel. Like, that's a cruel thing to say yeah. about anything. Because I do feel like all these characters like each we other. Are, but we are trained to, like, only see growth as a part of romantic 
relationships. I can And so I think that's kind of one of the things where we're like, okay, but he's growing, but for who? We don't need to grow for other people's selves. We need to grow for ourselves. And actually, I was thinking during this episode, like, how... Uh, Jake and Boyle's friendship kind of shows us some of it's like, very what's much happening. a romance. Like as much as oh, like, yeah. the, I mean that is like kind of the core romance of the show. I think is Boyle and Jake. Like Jake and Holt. Jake okay, Holt. sure. I'm not. I'm not talking about romance in a shipping sense. I'm talking about romance in the You're sense of two characters who are like. <laughs> Like, invested in one another. Yeah, right? yeah, And, yeah. like, obviously Boyle is to some degree more invested in Jake, but I don't actually know that he is. I feel like they're probably about the same, and Boyle is just, like, more weirdly verbal about it, I you mean, know? He did, he did take him to Atlantic City twice in a row. Yeah, exactly. Like, Jake, as much as Jake is, like, ignoring of how weird and awkward Boyle is, like, Jake is as invested in their friendship as he is. Yeah, you know? he's not tolerating that friendship. No, no, he's no. He's an no. active participant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like and I and I think that's also really good. Um but that's like the in term, romance meaning like an invested relationship. Yeah. You know? Like that is the core of it. Because the rest is like I, I get the impression that everyone else in the show kind of cares about each other, even Gina as much as she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. But they're the only two who you feel like they need to be friends no matter what they're doing in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If like the 99 precinct was like whatever and everyone got fired and got moved to other places i know arthi <laughs> had a genuine i knew i know as soon as i said she's like oh no but like they would still be as close as they are now working in the same room you know or they would try yeah i think i think they would i don't become privatized yeah i cannot they would have the shittiest private eye <laughs> yeah they would <laughs> and boy will be the secretary slash partner yeah and he would just be like cooking snacks instead of actually going on stakeouts. Now, like, in my head, um, I'm writing that spec script. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets fired. What happens? But, like, that's... I, I think... No, you're right. They would... They, it would happen. Like, Boyle wouldn't let it not help happen. You right. You know, like, that's how committed he is to Jake as a person. I think as much as, like, Boyle might be the... the um, well, when Jake got fired at the end of the first season, Boyle goes, my heart just threw up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, he can't deal with it. You know, he needs Jake. And yeah. I think Jake also really needs Boyle. Um, to be as much of a, like, as w- whatever maturation is happening is, like, also, I, I mean, obviously, like, what's Terry Cruz's character's name? Terry. Oh, Terry. Jeffords. <laughs> there, nice. As much as Terry's character is, like, kind of the impetus for a lot of the growth, and mm-hmm. Holtz, and the rest of them, too, but, like, I, th- I get the impression he's doing it. If If Boyle wasn't around, I don't think Jake would care. Well, Terry's you know? like mom, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. Boyle. Gosh, he's just. I love Terry Crews. He's so he's great. He's like the best. We, we've often said he's woefully underused on the show. Oh, yeah. I think he's used well, but I think you could do even more with him. Well, he'll he's do such a good actor. Yeah. Right? Like, give him. He really will. But, but they have him doing the same thing so often. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Which is where the underused part comes in. But he's like, cut. They use, they use him a lot. They just don't, like, it's use not the expanding. variety of his talents. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, like, remarkably talented. Yep. He's one of those people who are like, okay, cool, that's your thing. And they're like, you've got more than, you've got so many more things. We thought your thing was your big, huge body. But you're so good at other things, like The Rock. Right? I think The, the Rock, Rock is, is like, a, lot of a very, that's like kind of this, a very similar vibe of like, oh, okay, cool, you work out. We get it. I like The um, Rock. But they're just like, oh, you're like a really genuinely good actor and you're really funny and like. Yeah, he has, he's a he has, he has a kind of limited role set because there's only so many roles a he's man so who's a thousand feet wide can play. But... I, was, I was literally thinking about how big his chest must be. It's enormous. You know what I mean? 
Like, it's probably going to be, like, 50 inches. You make Vin Diesel look tiny. I know! <laughs> Vin Diesel looks so small I haven't when seen... The Rock is on, is on screen in, in Fast and Furious. I've, Which means I've... Ludacris looks like a child. Like... Well, Ludacris always looks like a child. Ludacris is smaller than everyone. But you know what makes him look even smaller is how big his ears are? Mm-hmm. Like, Ludacris, he's just got big ears. So it makes probably wears face... the rag all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've no, I never saw any of the other ones. I only saw Furious 7 in the theaters. Um, and I kind of five, was like five, six, and seven are like a complete trilogy. Yeah, I I, I was like, oh okay, like I I managed to figure out most of it. Even though um, Tokyo Drift comes between six and seven. Oh, uh, it does. Oh, I thought yeah. it was earlier than that. No, it, so the chronology goes one, two, four, five, six, three, seven. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, I'm not, I refuse. Um, but I do think. Like, I was really upset. Like, The Rock is not really in it at all. He's in, like, four scenes. And I was like, what? I was promised a movie where The Rock is in it the whole time. And then there's a scene where he... Okay, so he breaks his collarbone, and they put a fucking cast on his elbow, (laughs) which is not where your collarbone is at all. And then he has to go save them, so he breaks the cast with his muscles because of course he does and I was just so mad also he's still in the ICU five days for a broken arm come on that, oh sorry that, collarbone that, that franchise is about realism you've really oh, striking so, to the core of it with your criticisms so annoying um but like very explicitly like he has a broken collarbone and his knees fucked up and he walk in he's a cast on his elbow and I was like you, you watch, could just change that line. It would should, take 30 fucking seconds. Six. The Rock is a big deal <laughs> just, Okay. I mean, it's still a huge ensemble thing, and he's yeah. still kind of on the outside of that. Yeah. But he's he's got more scenes. In yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Ludacris. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, like, he's stamping. It's so stupid. He's, like, fucking stamping Paperwork. the pictures of criminals that he's caught with the word caught. That's, like, the first <laughs> scene of the movie. And I just started laughing hysterically. We're in, a, we're in a full, sold-out movie theater. No one else is laughing. And I'm sitting next to my friend Brett, and I just, like, fucking lose it. Because um, that's insane. That's insane. And then he's literally like, well, somebody's got to do it. No! No one has to... We live in a digital age. No one has to take the printout. And then, with a, with a red rubber stamp oh so dumb but he's also sweating profusely and he's he comes out and he's just like and he's sweating and I was like why, well, why is he sweating all his shirts are really yeah, tight and Brett's so. like he's always sweating so and, and that's like a good thing he, he sweats solid um, I think it's because the first movie was in Rio okay. so they were like well we established that he's really sweaty <laughs> so dumb it's in London now asshole well it's very clammy there so that's it's true. obviously sweaty there too you might like uh, his HBO series Ballers which is about him being an is it spelled with a Z? No, no, then fuck it. I don't care. I'm you sorry. might you might like him in uh, wrestling. Okay, N- yeah, that no, no. no. I'm not re- from New Jersey. He has so, a no. really hot cousin <laughs> who's a big deal in wrestling right now. Oh yeah, Roman Reigns. You should oh, look yeah? him up. He is exquisite. Okay. I'm not know. kidding. I'm going to find you a picture of yes, Roman Yes, I Reigns. need to see that Well, picture. he does that. Ballers is apparently about him being, like, an ex-football player and, like, sort of, like, in, like, what happens at post-NFL in your life. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, that's cool. It's actually, it's kind of a neat. He's, like, a super smart, cool guy. Yeah. I'm very compelled by The Rock. I follow him on Twitter and yeah. it was 100% the best choice I ever made. <laughs> like, I'm following Joss Whedon on on. Ugh. On a lot of social medias, and then following The Rock improved my life considerably. Yeah, that's good. Aww. (laughs) He's got like a mean face. Jeez. Look at that. It's like his more white cousin. 
Well, he his more Jason Moa cousin. Yeah. <laughs> he used to be in a terrorist unit called uh, the Shield. As in the show? No, as in a wrestling unit in, oh. in WWE. I a don't terrorist know organization called the Shield, which was three guys. Okay. Who uh, bunch who, of heels? Who did terrorism. I'm assuming. Sort of. I don't know if you follow WWE storylines. Uh, only recently. Oh, you should. Are you friends with Latoya? Like, um, on Twitters? Because she tweets about wrestling a lot. I basically just watch it with this one friend of mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's a one friend thing, Arthi. <laughs> well, no I, one else can join. <laughs> well, I didn't say it's I cur- was watching wrestling. I am, I am, it's having, a I am having a, 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 a uh, curated experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. provided by this friend. Gotcha. Sure. And we're mostly doing it through NXT, which is their development uh, their cir- D-League? circuit. Well, sort of. Uh, but it's got... They turned it into, like, a draw... And it's actually really great because all the storylines are fresher, and also they don't treat women like shit. Oh. Like they uh, they innovated the technology of giving women last names. Oh, what? that's crazy! Crazy. I was actually thinking about China. Remember China Doll? Yeah, I like hadn't thought about her like that wrestler in so long, and then it, like out of nowhere she appeared in my mind, and I was like, oh my god! She's been out of the game for a while. Like ten years, I feel like, or longer even. Right? Yeah. It's I feel been a like, long fucking time. I feel time. like China was, was a thing when I was a child. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, she was big. Like, she'd had, like, a good tenure, yep. like, career, I think. But, like, I, I haven't heard about her since, like, the mid-2000s, which is... Me either. No, she a long switched, time ago. She, I think she switched out of wrestling into porn at some point. Yeah, she did. Or was doing both concurrently. I don't know. Uh, I don't think she was doing both concurrent, concurrently, but I know she was doing, they like, kind of, like, have, X-rated like, photoshops. or something. I mean, yeah, maybe... Who knows? Who knows? WWE. I don't know anything about it. We're, this is a, we're a good group of people to talk about this thing that we don't know. How do we... Oh, so Terry Crews can do a lot more. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about... Um, Connections. I was thinking about, like, one of the... Uh, circling back off mm-hmm. the rabbit trail. I was just thinking about, like, one of his, like, best lines in the first season is, Why are you giving candy to a baby? They can't brush their teeth. <laughs> like, that's the obvious problem. Yeah. yeah. I, he, I think he's kind of, like... We know his character, but we haven't had a chance to have his character expand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's such a weird, like, specific... Like, he likes very certain things. He's kind of, like, controlling. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be nice to, like, see, you know, really have, like, another Terry-centric. Or, like, just, like, a bunch. I don't know. He's great. Use him. Like an Ebony Falcon or something like that. Like, or, honestly, I wish we could see him with Cagney and Lacey more. Yeah. yeah. Like, his kids. Like I that. it's probably really expensive to film with... Because, like, they can't, they're also, they're twins, so they have to have, like, four little toddlers. Yeah. So. Well, he said also the kids that were Cagney and Lacey in the episode where they appear with their their father is, like, they were terrified of him because he's so much bigger than their actual dad. So they would, like, they would see him and he'd be like, hey, because he has, like, um, he has, like, and he has, like, seven kids, so he's great with kids, but these two particular Seven kids? Yes. Everything I learn about him, he's just, like, so much cuter. Um, he's been with the same woman for, like, 25 years. Oh, that's so cute. He's, like, his teenage kids watch the show, and they're, like, Ugh, dad. Adorable. Yeah. They're, like, he'll come home <laughs> and what like, if well, your dad was Terry Crews? What if your dad really was Terry Crews? There's multiple people what? who have that life Ooh, experience. Yeah, seven. Seven. <laughs> that's nuts. Aw, uh, and they were afraid of him because he's so big. They were just, like, they would see him and they would cry because he was just big. Because he's, like, wearing, like, the, like, muscle shirts yeah. and stuff. Oh, he's big even without those shirts. And he was, like, and he was, like, I felt so sad because yeah. I liked them so They can much. get, like, they, I mean, right, they're probably, like, three now. 
in the chronology of the show? Uh, three they're like half? three and a half, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, so it sounds like Jakey the Clown. <laughs> yeah, they the can Jingles. do. Jingles. I'm sorry. It's a pretty good, pretty good name. Um, there's actually a similar scene in a psych episode I was thinking about. Um, when Lassie starts doing tap dance. And then he remembers. He's like, like in the middle of like, it's Lassie and then like a bunch of like, taught like kids Toddlers, yeah. they're like they're like seven or eight years old <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they're all like doing like a tap routine and then he's just like i know who the east side rapist is <laughs> and, and it's like then, in front of a bunch of parents like it's at the show at the like recital and then he's like okay kids freestyle and then they just tap out yeah she's like that's my partner um watch psych it's a great show that was about when it's all on netflix i think that was the season where i like oh you didn't out. like when he sh- when he cut his hair i see you didn't like lassie with a short hair I see what where you're coming from. Listen. You want long-haired Lassie. I get it. Listen. Tim Omenson got the gray in his hair. He's, have you seen his big, giant beard? He for looks, Galavan? He yeah. Looks he looks like a fucking wolf. I was genuinely... I was like, oh, God. Ha, 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 ha. Galavan... I love Galavan. <laughs> if I ever saw him, I'd be like, oh, my God. Hello. Bye. <laughs> I Your loved- face is weird. <laughs> And I'd run away. I loved Gallivant, but my least favorite thing about Gallivant is that they underplayed how blue his eyes are. <laughs> like, that was the thing that I couldn't handle about the show. It's that like, was the thing you could handle about the show. No, I love Gallivant. I love that show, but, I mean, show had, show had more than one problem, and that wasn't one of them. No, it's definitely the number one problem. That's why I got canned. Right, did I get canceled? Did get canceled? I don't, no idea. I no one so. knows. I very vaguely no remember the yet. show. I don't really know what you Dan Fogelman has been like, man, I don't know. I guess I could. Guess I could ask my my insider contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> that was an ABC show. This is the hill you should yeah. die on. Yeah, it vaguely. Yeah, this is what I should ask him. Um, I I feel don't like don't try to make a connection to the industry. Or <laughs> well, so so we we were talking. Okay, so like back like mm-hmm. six steps in this. So we were talking about like about about Jake and and Boyle and Terry is like uh, the mix in this. And like mm-hmm. I I think you're right. I think also like. It's not just, like, where the emotional points are. I think it's also just, like, their acting styles, right? Yeah. Like, Terry's very subdued, as you said, but mm-hmm. he can be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. And he still is, like, he's definitely, of the of that triad, is, like, the straight person. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Joe Latrulia, while amazing, is never going to straight person a scene, you know? Um, I, Adam, Adam, Andy Samberg literally couldn't. Um, he's got his big weird mouth, and he would just say something with his mouth, and it would be like, "Okay, you're silly." But he's been um, the straight guy against Boyle before. Um, yeah, but that's for them, right? But in that triad, like between Boyle has and he, has he ever been even like because maybe, of all the maybe, guns in danger? Like no, yeah, maybe no, the no, episode he was the straight guy when uh, Terry was drunk. But that is like so. You guys are talking about in a like plot wise, yeah. Like, as a character, I'm talking about like as this in this scenes um, in a. His, line delivery yeah, yeah. Sense, no, you know what I mean like he's like, never gonna be the situational like for the joke straight person right well, you know? but no I think that he was the one that the jokes were landing on when Terry was drugged up in a wheelchair because which one was that one that was chocolate milk in it was like the, the second, second or third milk. episode of it the was, second um, season he, he, he was on a bunch it, of pain drugs it, it and, was, his, and his line delivery was like he's gotta smoke some weed or something like <laughs> it, that it huge. is it is Chocolate milk, because that's the one with the oh, vasectomy. Right. It is? Yeah. No. Because they're also working a case. No, no, no. No, no, no. They're working a case together, that. Okay. Yeah. Even if it happens, matter. even if it happens, 
It's if not the usual. It's yeah, and it's, it's definitely it's the... difficult to have Andy Samberg as your straight person in a scene. You know what I mean? Because he's so silly, and this character is also silly. You know what I mean? And I think they've done a good job of like showing that Andy can be like a good like you know straight like a good actor, straight yeah. actor, uh, which has been great. Because without that, the, the sh- it wouldn't work. You know. Um, but like you know, if you have, I guess it just comes down to like if you have Terry Crews, you're gonna use Terry Crews to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it makes sense for their roles in the show. Yeah, and their he's roles the Sarge. To- yeah, yeah, like that's you know how it's gonna work. Um, so it's but I don't know. So yeah. it's interesting you mentioned the like Andy acting thing is mm-hmm. like a big piece because like so he got part of the reason they offered him the role is because they saw him when all of the Parks team went to see Celeste and Jesse Forever, which Rashida Jones wrote. Oh, okay. They went to see her indie movie that she made, and Andy Samberg plays, like, the male lead in that movie. Mm-hmm. And they were like, there's, oh, like, a couple scenes do where, it. like, he... So, like, he's kind of, like, this goofy, like, man-child, like, directionless whatever mm-hmm. in that movie, but there's a couple Andy scenes... Andy Samberg? I know. Crazy, what? right? No, surely not. But there's a couple scenes where... Because he, he and Rashida Jones' characters are, like, divorcing mm-hmm. through the course of that movie. Spoilers. Sorry. Ugh. God, Sorry spoiler. I spoiled this, like, three-year-old movie. Ugh. The God. premise of the three-year-old Ugh. movie. <laughs> come on. Like, you I'll find even... out, like, the first oh, minute. Come on. So... Do you not read the backs of books or something? Oh, oh <laughs> come on. So, but, like, they get into, like, a serious fight. Yeah. And, like, and, like... Uh, he his character's line is something like, did you expect me to just wait? Like, that wasn't how this works. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's some great moments of, like, real, like, s- like serious acting That's motion. Great. Yeah. And they, they saw him do that, and they were like, we oh, think... Oh, we can do this. And then the pilot time came, pilot season came, and they were like, he just left Saturday night, we need to go talk to him right now. It's pretty good timing. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's interesting. I thought, I had kind of assumed he'd helped develop it. You should, um, you should listen to the... Um, the uh, Dan Gore episode of Antenna Free TV mm-hmm. to kind of hear about like the genesis of the show. Awesome, yeah, because it's great. really cool. Because they also talk about like how he left Parks and like when when the show came and yeah, yeah, that's like awesome. they place it comedically within like sort of its its pedigree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Like um, that. yeah. Oh, and the dinner party. <laughs> yeah, we should talk about right. the dinner party. Yeah, I, I mean it's always fun having uh, the captain and um, <laughs> Rosa just interact because they're like essentially <laughs> dead the same character well they're the same character in a lot of ways yeah. you know what I mean like and seeing two such different people do the same what's essentially the same character mm-hmm. is like really fascinating and I, I enjoy it I just enjoy it like they have they their philosophies are the same you know mm-hmm. like the way they interact with other cops is kind of the same um, and I don't know I just really like it what I like about this part is that um, I get the sense that Rosa's trying to figure out, because they're at such different points in their career, she's yeah. trying to figure out how much of that philosophy she wants to make be her thing. Yeah. Because Holt's handling of the entire dinner party is just objectively wrong. <laughs> like, he's not doing it right. No. And, it's, and she can, like, tell that. Can she, though? No, I think she can, because she's the one who says, like, this work-life separation thing is not doesn't make sense. Is not worth it. Mm-hmm. I right? think she realizes that. Yeah, she, I don't know that she nef- necessarily can process that in the moment because I think that's like Rose's thing is like no, 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 until I mean, it's like okay, now I realize that was she dumb, she does you know? nope out, but like. <laughs> Not, not like with the nope, like, right. like no, but the I octopus. loved, I loved multiple things about that. Okay, cool. Um, but like, 
you know, he's the one who's kind of maintaining the wall of talking about orchids. Yeah. And she tries to back it up with the Hubble space, space Telescope, but, like, there's a sense that she isn't... She isn't <laughs> when are they going to fix that? Six, six years, years ago. ago. <laughs> um, Tell me more about Do you guys thing. notice... Maybe, I'm sure you guys know... Maybe this was a joke and I just missed it, but Kevin's last name is Costner? Yes. yes. I, like, I don't never... And I just with watched it. Yeah, Costner with a Z. And I just saw it in the credits and I was like, oh my gosh, so made, dumb, but so funny. They made a joke um, about dances with wolves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so silly. I love when shows do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, but I actually think that kind of works because, like, that is Kevin's relationship. You know what I mean? Like, they're very like those times where they're like they say something that's vaguely, you know, emotional or a vaguely just personal. They're like, "I'm sorry, I'm getting overcome." It's like that. Not, none of that happened. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Like they, they both like they agree. You know what I mean? They're yeah. on the yeah. same page. And Kevin was just like, "As much as I like you here talking about orchids, he genuinely does want to hear about orchids." But he's like, "Okay, I guess in this context, we'll ask our guests about their lives." Also, in um, this context, he can tell that lifting orchids is not the same as talking about orchids. I think there's a sense of the kind of yeah. like. This is a situation in which, okay, partner. Yes, thank I can you. see through your stupid game. <laughs> yeah. and I love you, but we're shutting yeah. it down. Yeah, and you're right because Kevin is the one who's like wanted this to happen many yeah. times. Um, yeah, and you're right. We did get our like. I think we got a solid 15 seconds of Nick Cannon in this episode. Yeah, we had a just, second scene. Yeah, I mean, did he have a new haircut? I think maybe. Uh, yeah, the, maybe the, slightly shorter. The sides are shorter. Yeah. Um, we know that he doesn't know what shallots are. Yeah. Um, or we possibly all- beef bourguignon. Yeah, didn't yeah, well, know he what might that not. was. Yeah. Um, he did say, I don't know what any of that means. Beef, so, beef yeah. bourguignon is like the default uh, food people don't know about in yeah. comedies. Oh, yeah? Uh, is well, that like when not knowing where baby pigeons come from? Which is my... I fucking hate when shows make that joke. Like, seven shows have made that joke. <laughs> They're in their nests like all baby birds are. <laughs> what baby birds do you see? Do you see baby eagles flapping? No, you don't. They're in their nests. That's why you don't see baby pigeons. Okay. Because they're in their pigeon nests where all the other babies are. Come on. Just a lazy joke. 30 Rock did it. Like, it's, uh, like, it's at least five shows have done that joke of, like, where do baby bird like, baby pigeons go? In their nests! Where they hatch from eggs! Ugh. I have strong emotions. It's okay. I am jaded because my name is Carl. And there have been seven comedy Carls in this season of Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Great. It there's is actually gross. Yeah, there's a, a character in um, in Daredevil who has like my, the first half of my last name, which is Healy, and they constantly refer to that character as Healy, and like that's not a very common name, so it was weird. And I was like, why didn't anyone tell me that there's a character with my half last name? And someone was like, spoilers. And I was like, good point. Thank you. <laughs> that was no, no. You. They were just they were joking about that part. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, I, I can yeah. It happened one time, and also those shoes are called Heelys. And that's only one half of my last name, so I feel you on the... And that annoyed me, so... Yeah. I have to watch Bollywood movies. Yeah. Before that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'm, I'm kind of... I don't speak Hindi, so I'm kind so of like, out oh, of my oh, depth. No, yeah. They'll say something that sounds kind of like Arthi, and then you're like, oh, never mind, wasn't that? Wasn't <laughs> yeah. That? It's um, like Arthi, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. That's a different thing. <laughs> different thing. Yeah, there's, um... <laughs> Was it this, uh, a friend of mine wrote this thing about um, f- feature girls or it girls or something? Mm-hmm. It's like a Bollywood trend, or it's like a thing where like there's like a uh, there'll just be like a woman who shows up who like dances. item number. I it's it, an item girl. Item number. Yeah, That's like they're 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 the the so there's it, like the name of the kind of care like actor who they would have come in and do those like oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. few like something like Helen. 
Is this woman Helen something? It was like one of the most famous ones from like the 60s and 70s. I don't know. Anyway, I was, it was a thing I didn't know anything about. And she was like, look at these crazy things. I was like, those are bananas. Because um, it's not, you know, we don't see that in non-Bollywood movies, so. You you do if you watch, it. like, a Gene Kelly movie and then suddenly oh, Sinchurice yeah, yeah, yeah. is there doing yeah. a ballet number with mm-hmm. him and you're like, why? I didn't watch, yeah, musicals <laughs> or anything, so yeah. yeah. But I was like, hmm, interesting. To be fair, I think that only happens the one time. I mean, specifically Sid Charisse, yes, that only happens once. But it does, the same thing happens in, I know this, I just watched all these, it happens in On the Town, it happens in Anchors Away, it happens in Singing in the Rain, and it happens in... So it was like a, it was a feature, like a staple of the genre at that time. Yeah, and I think it was also Gene Kelly's, like, signature thing. Oh, yeah. Because it happens in, um, Funny Face, is that the one? No, which is the one where Barbara Streisand is, like, trying to matchmake? That one is not, wait, trying to matchmake, that one is not Funny Face. It's not Funny Face. It's, um... Because I heard someone watching Funny Face. <laughs> funny Face is is Audrey Hepburn, right? Yes. Uh, Singing. Funny Girl something? I think it's Funny Girl. I don't know. I've only seen... Um, no, I've, 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 no, I've seen Beaches, I think. No, not Beaches. I haven't seen anything. It's, it's her name. Whatever the movie is, it's like... I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It happens in the movie with Barbara Streisand that Gene Kelly directed. Okay. That was why I watched that movie. So his thing. It's kind of his thing. Okay. But he was such like a big... Yeah. Yeah. And, Sin- and not Sinatra. Uh, Fred Astaire does yeah. that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in his non-Audrey Hepburn movie. <laughs> oh. You have more than one non-Audrey Hepburn movie. Nope. Just the one. Then he's like, I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. I will only do, like work with lead actresses who have a pet deer. They don't. I'm out of here. That's intense. Super cool person. I'm a fan. Speaking speaking of which, just Another to do this terrible kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, I do think this could be Andre Brower's like Emmy submission <sighs> episode. He's so funny. He's so funny in this. He's like, like when he's just like pointing. <laughs> he just like is like pointing, but then also staring <laughs> directly at Rose's vagina for like. A solid ten seconds, which is a long time in television. It's like a mysterious mystery, <laughs> and he's Location, just kind of like right um, area of Bermuda Triangle. Right, it's only second fucking finger. Oh, so it, funny! It's only second to that fifteen seconds of awkward silence of I have to stretch before and after like mildly <laughs> strenuous sex. Fucking killed that. <laughs> yeah, like the way he just like wandered through the background and, and then shot like and then, and then pops his head in. I feel like that must have been improvised. Oh, I, feel, so I feel like they did the first part. They were like, so like what? I, how I think the improv worked was yeah. like, uh, Dirk Blocker delivered his line, yeah. and then like uh, Terry Crews and Andy Samberg were like waiting for him to to go to off to leave, and, and, and like, they're just like, yeah, there, like but it's also framed so weirdly. Like, I feel like it was just an exchange like, between they tried to block him off. And yeah, still there. I feel like it was just an exchange between like Jake and Terry. And then, like, but he was there, too, and so he came up and was like, eh? Because he's literally just in this tiny, it's just his tiny little head, like, between, and it's so, I mean, it's really funny. Yeah, because it's and not, like, there's like, it's not, like, blocked properly for him to be there. Yeah, it's a little, it's definitely a little bit odd. But he's but not I, supposed to be there. Yeah. Probably not, yeah. no. That's so um, great. This whole episode felt a little bit off balance to me. I think because they weren't in the station as much. Well, I, I think that happens it, a lot. But there was something that, in the way the dialogue was, I can't put my finger on it, hmm. but, like... There's just a lot of things, like, Jay calls himself Trill, which <laughs> is weird. a bit of a deep dive, I think, for Jake. 
and all the like singing about the Ravenna, which was kind of like auto tune culture. It felt a little rap music to me. So it was to a little be a too giant white man. So it was like too Andy Samberg and Lonely Island for Jake Peralta. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he also pretends to be really into like Jay Z, but like, it didn't feel like where the show normally was. Yeah, I mean, as much as like I do think Andy is like a better actor than like, the first few seasons of SNL would, like, give him credit for. I also think, like, he's also just Andy Samberg. You know what I mean? Like, Jake Peralta might be, like, a character, but he's also just Andy Samberg. No, You know no. what I mean? Like, there's some people who's, like, like, Andre. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's... I mean, you watch him on, like, um, Homicide, Life on the Streets. Great show. Fucking love that show. Probably, maybe, I don't know if people watch that anymore. There's not really an opportunity to, but it's hard. It's an to, incredibly it's, good show. Yeah. And he was astonishing. I mean, I watched that show when I was a kid, which is also a weird show for a yeah, kid I was to watch. Say, girl. But, like, I don't know, I liked weird shows. And, and I was like, oh my god. I always felt you know? that them not casting um, uh, Pembleton's partner as mm-hmm. Ray's husband was like a massive oh, that'd be lost great. Like, opportunity. Uh, Kyle Secor, is I think his is his name. Is? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, what was, he did, um, oh, what was he in? He was in some show that I saw recently. He was, like, really skinny. He plays, he plays the FBI agent all the time. On? Um, like, anything. He just shows uh, up uh, as, uh. like, the guest FBI agent. He was, like, a dad or something. Maybe it was, like, I watched all of, um, uh, what's that fucking show? Criminal Intent? Yeah. No, no, no. Criminal Minds. Minds. Criminal I Minds. I fucking love that show. I watched all of Criminal Minds in a row. I hate that. I just, love that like, show. Just, like... It was horrible. Did but you I not leave your apartment for a month? I, I just couldn't stop watching. It's one yeah. of those shows where you're like, I can't, I'm going to watch this until forever, until... And, and my friend actually said this, and I was like, oh, that's exactly what it is. I think a lot of women watch shows like that because it's part of this culture of like, oh, well, if I prepare myself enough for this thing, then it won't happen to yeah. me. Which is, if I watch every episode of Criminal Minds, then I can never be serial raped and murdered. Right. Being like, wait a minute, that's a crazy thought. I mean, it's not a rational thought, no, but it's this idea of like... No, I'm not, I'm not making that like, of the thought. I'm making that thought of the show. Like, I don't want to watch this show. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't like serial it's, rapes or murders. Yeah. It's definitely much better than like a CSI show, which are like really horrible. Um... In that it's about real characters who, like, care about each other, but it's also, like, not a show to watch if you... Don't like serial rapes and murders. If you don't want to watch the, um, my friend described it as a genre where women can be disposable dead bodies. Yep. You know? And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, and she's, like, she's making a point this year of, like, not watching any media where it treats women as disposable dead bodies, and I was like, I think it's a really great idea. Yep. Um, it means she can watch about three shows, though. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I think it is like that's something we. Sh- it's good to be like kind of aware about the kind of shows we watch. Like a lot of I mean, so much so many of the shows that I watch and love and have watched for years are shows about cops, right? Shows about police culture and being like police officers are good. They're probably good though. And then this last like years been like no, they're fucking not. They're not. Fuck. This whole culture is bad and broken. Yeah. And even if there are good people within that culture working to make it better, the culture itself is bad and broken. And it's coming from this, like, really racist stand, like, you know, point of view. And they will do everything they can to justify these terrible things you do. Like, yeah, but I watched all the Law and Orders. So it's, oh, but that's all fake. Right. And it's, you know, 
it's, even though it's filmed in New York, it's super yeah, fake. Yeah, and so it's frustrating. That's definitely been like something that like well, one at least for Brooklyn Nine Nine, I think they're like really self aware about because mm-hmm. like I remember when season two premiered it was like during the middle of all the Ferguson protesting, yeah. and they were like, "crap." Yeah, and I mean, the I actors, felt that too, and I was like, "this like yeah," and like. We we talked about it too on the podcast. Yeah, we did. We talked about it a lot. Yeah, and and we keep bringing it up when like news when the news starts covering it again. Like yeah. today, like right now. Oh fuck. Yeah, Baltimore. Have you heard about this? I have been uh, I've been like internet blackout today just because I've been I've been in, well I was in They've New been, Jersey uh, which was already a huge mistake cops, but I don't get service in Jersey. Cops canceled uh, all the public transit then tried to arrest an entire high school walkout for not going home. Here. No, Baltimore. no, Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, Jesus fucking because Christ. Of, because of the protests. And, they, and yeah. they can't go home. Yeah. Because there's no buses because yeah. the cops canceled them. They were just tear gassing kids, essentially. They basically went to a mall like an army. Oh my god. Yeah. So, good job, Baltimore. No, you're terrible. Yeah. Good, job. good job. Good job being a terrible job. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's what—that's literally what the wire is. Yeah, good yeah. job being doing a so, terrible job. Someone had a tweet of like, people are reacting as if they haven't seen the wire. <laughs> like people are reacting in surprise that like the cops in Baltimore would be really terrible and racist. Have you not see the wire? Like, yeah, what? but I don't like that kind of normalization towards. Oh, it was on one TV one time, so you don't no, have to I know. be upset. No, I, no, 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 not to say not. that it shouldn't be upset, right. but that people were surprised. Mm. That was the 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 place that that kind of idea was coming from was that like that this what, would happen in Baltimore what you mean they were surprised that this would happen in Baltimore that other people were surprised that it was happening and the person was oh, like okay. wait you haven't seen the wire to know that this is like absolutely the culture there right I mean that's like homicide life on the streets is the exact same thing of like um like the guy who wrote that wrote the wire oh. David um, yeah and so he was just like kind of that was his first like in like kind of you know stepping into it um, and that kind of is like, oh boy. I mean, like, is there another show besides, like, a sh- another network show besides Homicide that showed, like, how terrible, like, consistently the police would be, you know? Like, there's, like, ev- there'd be, like, one episode a season on, like, Law & Order. Yeah. Where it's like, there's a, there's a cop who turns out to be dirty this whole time. Yeah. You know? At a like, different precinct yeah. that we never saw again. And there's that actually. There's Gotham. Oh, yeah. That's true. About that's Gotham. a fakey, fake-ass police department what? in fake land. So therefore, it could never happen in real life. It, that is true. Because it somewhere would have to be as horrible as Gotham. Yeah. Mom, mom. I was very, like, because I always expect Gary Oldman to be a bad guy. So in Batman... Like in real life. Yeah, there is that whole thing. <laughs> in Batman, the first Batman, when Batman be- when he shows up at Batman Begins, I was like, don't trust him! He, like, gives, like, Bruce a jacket. And I was like, <laughs> no! He's gotta be a bad guy! To be Gordon. Yeah, and I was like, no! And I, because I didn't, I had, like, again, I had tried to avoid right. knowing, like, right. who people were, what they were cast as. Right. And I was like, don't trust, don't trust him. And I still, I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't really trust you. I've seen The Professional Man. Fifth Element, you know how many times I've seen that movie? I don't trust you ever. He's pretty unpredictable, though, yeah. Gary Oldman is. Yeah. He's like a human snake person. He can do many different kinds of... That is one thing I know I've about snakes. I've got to walk away from this conversation. I'm so hard to, like, how many segue out of this. How many different things snakes can do? Walking. <laughs> Not walking. <laughs> Classic snakes. Uh, yeah, I think we just the last thing we want to talk about is just Amy and Gina. Yeah. And, like... 
how great that was. I like seeing their friendship yeah. so, like... Because they're kind of the two most different characters. Yeah. And it's good to see them. I think they're good for each other. Yeah. Know? So, like, one of our more consistent listeners, their Tumblr name is Romantic Styles, with a Z. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, pretty cool. But, like, one of the things... I like, like that Z. I already said that. Concur. I like that Z. Yeah. Like I mean, flowers. she stole the name from... Stole. She... She lifted the name from the show, right? Okay. But, like... In the ancient way of the Tumblr. Yeah. yeah. But one of the things she had pointed out was, like, it feels like Gina is often disproportionately mean, or, like, like not rude or mean, per se, but, like, always, like, taking digs at Amy in yeah. a way that, like, feels specific and almost, like... she's a nerd. And bullying, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, Gina is, like, that's her whole thing. Gina fucking hates nerds. She does. She really... Re- and I mean, like... Like, I think this person, it might have been Romantic Styles, it might have been someone else, but they were saying, like, I take umbrage with this because, mm-hmm. like, I don't, well, one, I like, like, this person was like, I like Amy's character a lot. I think she, that character person I identify with. Yeah. The other hand, like, it's also, like, I don't like how, like, no, like, how you were saying, like, you don't like how they normalize, like, Terry's body issues. Right. In a way that you find that really uncomfortable. Yeah, They found Gina always going after Amy like this really uncomfortable in a similar way. And so I like this episode in that mm. context, or, like, yeah. knowing that. Because it's like, no, she, like, totally is like, Amy's salad was awesome, her cake was great, and we had a fucking great time last yeah. night. like, she's gonna say that to Holt while also being mean to Amy. Right. You know what yeah, I, mean? I, I, like, I feel like they're new. doing the same, like, they normalize Jake's teasing of Amy towards the place of actual affection, and yeah. now they're doing the same for Gina. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's what I like, because this episode, that really moved, I feel like. Yeah. Because, like... They've been moving it, but it, it was a huge step. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's been... In Six Drink Amy, we saw that, but, like, she was really trashed, right? Yeah. Yep. But, like, now we see it sober, like, okay, fine, hungover. No, we don't. <laughs> hungover. But, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, it I starts I mean. out, like, kind of, whatever. Like, yeah. Amy starts being a little, like, fuck it, let's just get drunk. And Gina's also, like, hell yes! They're going to the place together. Right? Yeah. They had to arrange that shit. Yeah. They don't live in the same neighborhood. <laughs> um, I wanted to end on the question, is this Jake's rock bottom? Because I thought that was an interesting question, and we didn't really get to it. Because, mm-hmm. like, he's been put through the ringer. Like, like the guy from the Mafia bus got away. Like, you know, he ruined uh, Terry's announcement about the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophia broke up with him. And, like, even though he, like, ended up falling for her much faster than he expected. Um, he was abducted. Literally kidnapped. Like, Someone Chris said they would kill him. Yeah. And make it look like a suicide. Yeah. I mean, earlier uh, Amy told him so he, she had feelings for him. That that he was, like, <laughs> so fucking... Uh, I, I was glad to see him back because I didn't think they used Chris Parnell enough in that first episode. You know, with him as, like, the boss. Because all, all the, like, fun stuff happened off screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they literally was, like... You know what I mean? But, like, all the, like, oh, I arrested him. All all that stuff was, like, aw, come on. Aw, I want to see that. Chris Parnell's great. Like, he's so funny. Um, So I was glad to see him back last episode for that. Which was hilarious. Yeah. So funny. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Jake's been having a lot of shit happen to him this season. And, like, when we finally counted, it's like, oh, God, that's a lot. It is a lot, yeah. Like, one, I mean, one of them being, like, you know, he found out, like, Amy did have feelings for him when he did. What's another thing that could, bad could happen? You know what I mean? Like, to me, when you're writing this kind of arc, the way we determine whether it's the bottom is, like, if there's anything else in his life that we can fuck up. Well, he broke up with his dad. Yeah, his dad. Right? So that, yeah, that dad was big. One. So I guess there's, like... Physically, it's, like, maybe the last one, but I think there's maybe one more. His mom, maybe? Maybe. I don't think they could do another physical thing, because that was the only thing that happened this episode. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's... I mean, yeah. the thing they that took we, that all the way to 11. Oh, yeah. The thing that we know they're going to do is 
in, in introduce spoilers. Oh, come on, <laughs> it's okay. Is introduce a romantic rival, yeah, in regards to Amy. And mm-hmm. I really am hoping that the summaries are all misleading because the summaries have it be like this like top hotshot NYPD detective is here for to and yeah, try to ask Jake how to ask Amy out. And I'm hoping that it's like a like a misdirect and mm-hmm. like he's actually interested in Jake. Oh, maybe. Because I would really much rather have that than this, like, tired shit. Yeah, that'd be pretty great. I'd like that. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I I hope in vain. I hope for a lot of things in vain. (laughs) Yeah. But, so, but, like, I guess, like, there's the... You could get fired again. For real. Like, the third time sticks. Yeah. Well, he didn't get... He He got suspended, I know. Fake fired. (laughs) Uh, Fake fired. You never let me do anything cool, Carl. (laughs) I let you have an entire podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I can roll the credits. Uh-huh. Well, so, but like, is there anything else worse that could happen to him? I'm not, I feel like without being able to articulate it and like, you know, kind of making a whole list, right. I do feel like there's maybe one thing, one last thing I know. where we can like, although if it does. mom could die. Yeah. But we need to meet else. her first. Yeah. Yes, I could see. Too. I could see something like that where like, you know, Boyle we introduce. die. No. <laughs> I want you to have a career. Um, you stick around yes. his ghost Trilatruglio. Yeah, that's true. Ghost Maybe he boy. just thought he died and then just comes in just he's just like, like, well, I'm a ghost now, so they, they all I do. think he's a ghost he's actually just stuck in the wall for like an entire season. Yeah, so it, Boyle, says, Boyle goes boo? It's a kind of... No, sh- no shut up. <laughs> it's the whole rest of development thing. Um, yeah. I mean, that happens in like four... Like Star Trek episodes too. We're like, well, they're dead, so there's nothing we do about. It. They're all definitely dead. They're definitely not trapped in a like a you know an alternate dimension. They're dead. Star Trek definitely dead. A little more room to play and then there. It's like, yeah. And they're like, wait a minute, Barkley can see them while being transported. Fucking anyway, Barclay. well, audience, if Barclay. you can think of like the one more worst thing that could yeah. happen to Jake, I feel like there's one Jake more. Jake could meet Barkley. Yeah, Lieutenant Barkley. Yeah, Barkley. Everyone hates Barkley. I love Barkley. We'll have our guest answer some of these Tumblr asks for you. Oh too. yeah, definitely. It'll be super fun. Ask me. Um, <laughs> ask it to the back in the field Tumblr, and yeah. we'll we'll have. The Are key. we reopening our asks then? It's been open. Oh sweet! I didn't pay any attention. I'm a jackass, and but they no one sent anything in yet. Oh, do they know it's open? I put up an announcement. Oh, okay. Then they have no excuses. No excuses. Except for the fact that the show's been dead for four weeks. Five back. or six, yeah. But we're back. We're back. So, uh... Welcome back. And and you thank you for being... Yeah, thanks on. for having me. Yeah, do you have any plugs or anything you want to Um, promote? you can, uh... When, when will this come out? Friday, Friday. morning. Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have time travel, you can go back to Thursday night and go to a show in Queens in Long Island City at nine. Uh, but if you don't have time travel, I mean, whatever, get time time travel. It's Is that the one at the uh, Queens? The the Queens? No, it's at this place. It's like a, this racquetball club. Um, it's very odd. There's like they have a fancy fucking fire pit. It's very strange. Um, I think it will be a cool thing. Or a um, cult murder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's one or the other. Um, but it it's like, it's be. a fancy, like, rich person's racquetball club in Long Island City. Um, the elevator that brings you up to it 
uh, to the floor where the racquetball club is is like the size of my apartment. <laughs> it's one of those like giant like you can fit a car in it, a freight elevator. elevator kind of thing. No, but but it's like a oh, fancy it's like a big oh my god elevator, but it's like huge. It's like almost genuinely the size of this room. It's really really big. Um, I love that you and I looked at this like, room and like why? our audience has no I idea. Have no idea why. I mean, it could be like the so it's like the size of Paul's ridiculously large porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is clearly set in New York City, Upper East Side. Nonsense. There's like whenever they're like outside and they're doing. There's like two, two or three episodes ago they did a whole where they were like on a street or mm-hmm. something, and I was like, "Come on, we don't have street signs that look like that." Use a load of nonsense. There was. I get really annoyed. They use the Seinfeld set a lot. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. I didn't even Come know on. those were still like around. They you know, all the, like the New York ones. Well, my friends that really go to LA, they're like, I'm back in New York. And you're like, shut up. Um, thanks for Instagramming that. We get it. You're working. Um, but yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Tumblr. Yeah. I'm on those places. I'll, uh, I'll put links in the show yeah. notes. But you're at Kate he- uh, K. Healywoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. On both? Yeah. Are, I thought you were K.A. on Tumblr. Mm-mm. No? I'm just dumb. I, ha- I, I have, like, a professional one before I... Because I didn't want to deal with, like, getting a website before I worked for Squarespace. Legit. I mean, wherever I work. Haha. <laughs> who knows? Space. Get sponsored by Working that. Space. Somewhere that sponsors a lot of podcasts. I mean, I can um, cut that out. <laughs> I don't think it really matters, but... They um, certainly do not sponsor us. Yeah, there's a... Uh, <laughs> Like, what, because I work there, I get a website and, like, a domain and stuff. But before, I didn't want to deal with, like, having... Collect like, garbage? My yeah. friend tried to describe to me the process to, like, get a domain and then point it to another website. And I was Benigy? like, shut up. Yeah, it was then. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. I won't do that. Um, and now it, my literal job is telling people how to get domains and point them to their fucking websites. Um, so, yes. I, I have Katie Healy Wurzberg, I think, dot tumblr dot com nice. is what I used to use as my like professional one gotcha but it's hard to like have a tum because it's literally just a feed of content mm-hmm. so it doesn't really work as like you know a professional website anyway I do stand up and comedy and acting so. yeah and definitely so check her out I I so it's funny I part right before I emailed you mm-hmm. I was rewatching um shit New Yorkers say mm-hmm. I forgot you were in yeah, that yeah 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 and I was like it's Katie oh I should it's, email yeah. Katie yeah. With thanks, your raspberry al- thank, thanks, Alana and Elliot. It was a fun day. Yeah, I always forget it's her in that too. Yeah, but like it was, uh, Alana and Elliot, they're uh, Elliot Glazer, her brother. Yeah, yeah. They used to do like do like little videos like that. Yeah, more often. Yeah. Well, now but, she's busy. Yeah, <laughs> being famous. What's he up to now? Elliot's also doing stuff. Um, he is, has a show called Haunting Renditions, mm-hmm. where like he has people like sing songs mm-hmm. and stuff haunting renditions of songs. Yeah. But I think he's, like, he's been hosting something. He has a show at Joe's Pub, I think. I don't know. He's great. Yeah. Look him up. Elliot Glazer. He's Lana Glazer's older brother. Right on. People always thought they were married, which is weird. Yeah, they, they had a lot of, like, credits where they're like, we're not married. Yeah, by the way, we're not married. <laughs> we're brother and sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, Emily and Neil Cicierga. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right, well, uh... From all of us to some of you, this has been Back in the Field. My name is Carl. And my name is Arthi. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Okay. Wave hand, wave, bye hand wave emojis. <laughs> I did it right this time. Yeah! Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh...